Welcome to Choir Talks. My name is Greg O'Neill. I'm the worship pastor at Ridgecrest Baptist Church, and Choir Talks is my weekly podcast. Jesus was asked about corporate worship in the Gospel of John. Just to recap, that's the story of the woman at the well. She's a Samaritan, and in the conversation, he reveals that he knows that she's involved in a sinful relationship. And so she immediately tries to change the subject away from her own sin by asking this question in verse 19 of chapter 4. She asks, Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we should worship is Jerusalem. So she's got Jesus, who she believes is a rabbi, and uh, she's going to ask him a rabbi question, again, just deflecting away from her own sin. She just wants to get him off on a different subject. And so she decides, hey, he probably cares about worship. Let me ask this. And uh, her question really focuses on the how-to of worship. Uh, We often get sidetracked on the how-tos of worship in modern times. But for her, specifically, she wants to know where is the true, authentic location for worship? Is it on the mountain of the Samaritans, or is it in the temple in Jerusalem? So Jesus gives an answer about where worship should happen, but it's not what she expects. He says in verse 21, Believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. Verse 23, a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. So not on the mountain, not in Jerusalem, but in the spirit. The true place of worship isn't on the outside of us. It is in our spirit. The location is not a physical place, but it's, it's within us. So what about those other how-tos that we get hung up on so often? Um, what about the kind of music that we do? Is it this kind or that kind? Should we sing old hymns or new songs? Should we meet at a certain time? Should we wear a certain thing? What should our worship space look like? Should it be pews or stadium seating? Should there be people in choir robes or should there be moving lights and smoke? Should there be red carpet or blue? Here's the how-to that was important to Jesus. Worship in spirit and in truth. That's the how-to that we need to focus on. To worship in spirit, he doesn't really define it. But as best as I can understand, worship in spirit is connecting our spirit with the Holy Spirit, with the Spirit of God. And in that point of connection, there's adoration, there's praise, there's thanksgiving, there's a revelation from him about who he is and our response to him. There's a sense of awe. There's an awareness of God's holiness and his majesty. What about worship in truth? Well, reading through the eyes of what God says in Isaiah chapter 29, uh, this is what he says it is not. The Lord says, These people come to me, near to me, with their mouth, and they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. I think worship in truth is worshiping with authenticity, not just coming to do a religious thing in a religious place but really coming to meet with him uh, authentically, in truth. Back to John chapter 4. The next verse is really important. It says this, For they, that's the true worshipers, they are the kind of worshipers that the Father seeks. Now the original word here in the Greek is zeteo. And zeteo is a little more intense than our English word to seek. 
It means to aggressively search for, to crave, or, or to search until found. So I want you to picture God now as Zateo, looking, seeking, actively searching through all the earth to find those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. That's the picture that Jesus is painting. It's amazing that the God who created the universe would have to search for worshipers. With all the wonders that he's created, you would think that all of us who live among those wonders would be true worshipers, but we're not. It's amazing that Christians specifically who know the mercy of God, uh, that, that he saved us when we were spiritually dead and, and uh, had no hope and that he brought us to life and that he adopted us into his family and he's not counting the guilt of our past sins, but he's forgiving us in Christ and he's promising uh, us an eternal future in heaven. You would think that among people so blessed that he wouldn't have to search for worshipers, but he does. Every Sunday, Christian churches in the country are around the country are filled with people, but are they really there to worship in spirit and in truth? The Father is seeking. He is looking. This week, don't let him look beyond you. Be someone who is a worshiper in spirit and truth. Spend time this weekend, Sunday, or even today in the presence of God, seeking him out to meet with him in spirit, to meet with him with authenticity, and to know his truth. Have a great week.